feel like I feel like we wasted all that all that classic banter when we weren't recording. But yeah, um, I'll just summarize real quick. I yell at people in grocery stores now when they get close to me. <laughs> Boom, done. <laughs> Which is, is only slightly different, right? Because it's now it's it's six feet when you start yelling, but before that it's before that it was like general personal space you would still yell right or is that uh well no no if they got real close up in my personal space yeah i'd be like hey <laughs> could you like back up but yeah now it's if they're basically if anybody gets near me i just <laughs> want them to it's, it's always like old people in grocery stores too yeah. like they're fucking living on the edge yeah that they, they they've seen a lot okay they don't need to they're not scared of something they can't see all right no i thought you were gonna say they're done seeing things they, they're trying to catch it <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of people um, out in masks and gloves in stores. Yeah, I saw some of that too. Yeah, but I'll see the person, you know, lift the mask up and hold their phone up to their face with their gloved hand, and like their gloved hand is touching their face and their phone is touching their face. Yeah, and so I I don't think um, that's working, but I understand. You know, you get a phone call, gotta take it, gotta take. Oh, it. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Gotta look at some funny memes somebody sent you. I see people yeah. out in like winter gloves. Like I saw a guy wearing like <laughs> like leather winter gloves at the store. I was like, that, that's not yeah. that's not gonna fucking do anything, idiot. <laughs> he'd be better having both his hands inside a cow's anus. I I think he'd be better off just staying fucking at home. <laughs> just <sighs> hey. Welcome to Heads Up with Jeff and Sean. I'm Jeff. You're really surprised at him. I'm Sean. <laughs> yeah, I really got him. <laughs> I really got him with that one. That was, yeah. <laughs> we're, uh, we're podcasting. Uh, we're, doing, we're doing three things. We're going to discuss <sighs> one candy. I didn't need any candy, so I don't know what your plan there is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either. T- weird times. It's weird times. We're going to try to try to franchise make a whole universe out of one movie from the late 80s or early 90s but first we're going to talk animals well now it's time to get online through our internet service provider it'll be cool here we go why why does the movie have to be from the late 80s or early 90s well cuz when you get to let's say into the 2000s that's when they really started just any idea they were either rebooting it making those sequels or doing that whole whole universe thing uh-huh. you know where they 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 are they're already trying to do it uh-huh. where it was so rare back in the 80s and 90s and my knowledge of movies before that is spotty at best okay you want you want to do something from the 70s no no i'm, I'm <laughs> i think we should just stay in your comfort zone i guess no, listen, okay, we, we'll expand, okay? Any, movies of any decade that we feel could be franchised. That's not even the segment we're on, I didn't though. mean to get so specific. Yeah, right now we're talking animals. Talking animals. We're talking about animals. What animal? I didn't look one up. <laughs> I, I barely I barely did either, but what, what do you know about meerkats? Nothing. Oof. Damn. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> They're actually a, a small mongoose. I don't know anything about mongooses either, but is it mongooses uh, or mongoose? It just is mo- it, a small mongoose, so it doesn't have the plural here. 
Maybe it's maybe it's geese, mongoose. Plural of mongoose. Sound right. Oh, it's either mongooses or mongoose. It's but it's not like fish where it can be. It's not just mongoose. Whether it's one no. or hundred, it has to be mongooses or mongoose. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Weird. They live in the desert. It looks like. <laughs> it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at pictures and trying to infer. Yeah. Really? <laughs> just They say a picture is worth a thousand words, and I was like, well, it's way easier to look at a picture than read Wikipedia. I can say so. a thousand words about a picture. Yeah. <laughs> See how true this is. Um, a group of meerkats is called a mob, gang, or clan. So That's too many. It's very, yeah, it's also very intimidating uh, phrases for a group of them. It's, it's almost as bad as a murder of crows. Murder of crows is pretty cool, though. Yeah, I mean, so is a mob or a gang. Uh, but a mo- I don't know, but they a have mob. Neg- negative connotations. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, what was the last positive clan you came across? Um, I don't know. Probably in fantasy. There's a lot of dwarven clans. Oh, you're right. I'm, I'm never thinking about RPGs yeah. or um, Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. And Dragons. Yeah. I'm never thinking about that. You should be thinking about it more. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be ready for clan, you know? Yeah. Ooh, in in captivity, meerkats have a lifespan of 12 to 14 years and about 6 to 7 years in the wild. That's uh, that's not, a, that's not a long life. I mean, 12 to 14 years, it's like a dog, right? But 6 to 7 years in the wild? Yeah. Seems, seems short to me. Well, stuff eats them out there, whereas if they're domestic, not, not domesticated, but in captivity, yeah. they're probably not like running away from shit all the time. Bit better health care. Yeah. Well, let's let's say let's save that for when we reinvent them. You know, <laughs> maybe maybe they get medicine. <laughs> There's Prim- a lot. Primarily found in Africa, which you called a desert. Racist. <laughs> Some species. South Africa. Okay, that's 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 uh, that's a country instead of the whole continent. That's racist, John. Okay. No, it just says primarily found in Africa. Listen, I don't know what your Wikipedia is telling you, but... Well, I'm looking at not Wikipedia, so... <laughs> seems like... Seems like Wikipedia is more specific. Okay. Does it? Because this, this is National Geographic, and I would trust them to know over whatever asshole just edited Wikipedia. <laughs> Those liberal cucks? All right, now... <laughs> is that what we're going to talk about? Is this, <laughs> this is how you're pivoting the podcast? That'll make it really easy for me to quit. That sounds great. <laughs> okay, so we'll say Africa, because, I mean, it does that little map. It does seem like the south of the African continent that they're at. Oh, you're inferring from pictures again. Cool, great. Good. <laughs> yeah. I'm done reading. Okay. I'm over it. All right, hold on a second here. Let me... Uh... <laughs> I, was gonna ho- I was hoping to save this till after, but I can tell I need it now. <laughs> Oh, man. Nothing wrong with a little day drinking on a Saturday, Jeff. <laughs> it's Friday. Well, we'll uh, see about that. <laughs> I saw, you know what, Jeff? I saw a calendar and I inferred that it was Saturday, so. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You're welcome. Hey, <laughs> use it anytime. You're welcome. <laughs> do you like how immediately in a better mood I am? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I've always, I've always liked that about your drinking. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's at least a few hours of it's very pleasant for everyone around you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, it's a window of time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no. Okay. They're terrestrial, but some are semi-aquatic, and others are at home in treetops. This semi-aquatic just means they can swim. Am I... Am I sem- yeah, humans are semi-aquatic, I would say. Okay. Let me just ask Google. <sighs> I'm seeing an article titled, Sorry, David Attenborough, We Didn't Evolve from Aquatic Apes. What? <laughs> That's kind of... There is something called aquatic ape hypothesis, though. Yeah. Well, I'm going to dig into that, because that sounds awesome. Well, we'll save it for a future podcast. Okay, all right. All right. But real quick, just a little teaser... <laughs> Okay. The aquatic ape hypothesis, also referred to as the aquatic ape theory, is the idea that ancestors of modern humans were more aquatic than those of other great apes. So we just like okay. swim more than gorillas. Whatever. Boring. Next. We just, we just hung out by lakes and rivers more. Yeah. Backstroke. Got it. The backstroke Amir is a ca- stupid move, by the way. Yeah. It doesn't. It seems like one of the least efficient ways to swim. Swim forward, right? Like yeah. what? <laughs> I think in a backstroke. You're moving forward, but yeah, you can't really see where you're going, right? I don't know. I don't do it, <laughs> and I'll never know because the the Summer Olympics have been postponed. Um, well, you mean you have to wait till next year? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not watching the Summer Olympics in 2021. Gross. All right. Um, oh yeah, you're a real Western civilization traditionalist, huh? That's right. Get those dog, right. get those dog whistle phrases in. <laughs> you're far right bullshit. <laughs> So I always pictured them, you know, like a prairie dog, just like burrowing. But you're saying semi-aquatic. Some are happy in trees. Some are so most of them are terrestrial. So your your idea of them as burrowing animals, I think, is yeah. pretty much correct. Okay. But some of them also go for a little swim from time to time, and others live in trees. <laughs> they're multi, they're multifaceted. They're multidimensional. They're not. I can't put them in one box. The Egyptian mongoose can grow to be two feet long. It's not bad. It's, it's decent size. <laughs> that's like that's like two baseball francs. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking KM? KM francs? Yeah. KM foot longs? Yeah. <laughs> that's a big mongoose. <laughs> Imagine the hot dog bun. You have to get to fit that in there. You'd need two. <laughs> Jeff, you'd need two. Um, oh, shit. This is Ricky Tiki Tavi. Did I bring this up a while ago? I feel like no. I talked about Ricky Tiki Tavi a long time ago. Do we already do mongooses? No, we haven't. I'm almost 100% certain that I talked about Ricky Tiki Tavi during an animal I segment. Think, I think we did prairie dogs. Well, Ricky Tiki Tavi wasn't a prairie dog. The, the, that name is familiar, and uh, I've heard you talk about it. I don't remember where Ricky Tiki Tavi is from. He's uh, Rudyard Kipling. Uh, he's he, he's in the Jungle Book. He fights venomous snakes. There was an animated thing about it. I think I still have the VHS. He fights venomous snakes? Yeah. There's like a cobra. I haven't seen it in a long time. It made a cool impression on me when I was a kid. There's like this, I think it's a white family that lives in... Um, oh, it, it's the mongoose that fights the cobra? Yeah. (laughs) That's the story? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I was going to describe it more beautifully than that, but yeah, you got it. 
Please, no, please. I want to. I want to hear how you describe. No, no. I think it's fair, I, Jeff. I think it's fair. When I start describing a movie that you know, maybe you're not that interested in, you can just cut me off. I think I'll keep. I'm going to put that in my back pocket, and I'll come back to it. It's just, I I remember the cartoon. I, I don't remember the. I want to say, probably a beautiful poem or book. Let's just move on. Let's just. Uh... <laughs> Um, they have a whole section on vocalization and I thought all animals basically had this but they say meerkat calls may carry specific meanings yeah I saw that on TV (laughs) (laughs) for types of predator yeah they have like different calls like hey there's a bird up there like oops snake's coming I thought most animals could talk like that with their tone of voice you thought most animals could talk (laughs) (laughs) I mean, communicate with their uh, with their tones, mm. you know. Maybe I don't know, man. <laughs> but this is the first time I've seen like uh, I think outside of like dolphins or something where it's like it has a whole vocalization section. I bet I bet a lot of I bet a lot of animals do, and we just yeah. like don't know about it because scientists are too busy studying how they fuck. Yeah. Um, meerkats become sexually mature at about two years of age and can have one to four pups in a litter with three pups being the most common litter size. They can reproduce at any time of the year. Pups are allowed to leave the burrow at two to three weeks old and the mother can tell their babies by their smell which I thought also most animals could do. Like, do you think humans can do that? (laughs) Um, not having kids, I'm going to say no. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But a lot, I think I think most wild animals can do that, right? Or no? You think no? I don't know. Could Ricky Ticky Taffy? I I don't want to talk about it now. <laughs> you are you. We've moved on. <laughs> they mostly eat bugs, but they'll eat lizard snakes. What? Small They're, mammals. Meerkats are good hunters and are sometimes tamed for use as rodent catchers. That rules. I want a little clan of meerkats to hang out with. Yeah. Kill Definitely animals. Give them, like a, give them like a military style vest, a couple of patches. Well, they have to earn the patches, but yeah, basically. <laughs> maybe a hat. And if it's, you know, seen, seen some shit, maybe give it an eye patch. Well, no, because then how would you see? Well, what if that eye is already damaged? You well, how'd that happen? Did his teammates let him down? <laughs> He's probably seen some shit. That's what I'm saying. I think if you've seen some shit, you like give him therapy. You don't just block an eye off that he could totally use. I just thought I thought it would look cool, but there's a section here titled "Burrow Life." <laughs> Burrow life. Um, it says meerkats, being wild animals, make poor pets. They can be aggressive, especially towards guests, and may bite. They will scent mark their owner and the house. Oh, sick. <laughs> So they're good for training to get mice, but I wouldn't keep them as pets. So if you can't keep them as pets, but you train them to hunt mice, are they more like co-workers or employees? Employees, yeah. Okay. You let them live out in the wild and they report for duty every... Uh, well, know, I think this... I'd be more of a totalitarian, like, they'd have, like, an area they lived in. You know, I'd keep them mm-hmm. in little cages or whatever. A burrow. Oh, gotcha. Kind of like farm animals, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. They're not there to be cuddled. Well, on the couch, sleep in the bed. Yeah, you know, they're working. They're work animals. 
how many how many mice do you, do you think you'd need before you thought a mo- getting a getting a meerkat would be a good idea? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it would depend on how smart the mice were, how hard they were to kill with other things. I mean, there's probably instances where like you have some mice, but you don't want to use poison because wherever you'd be mm-hmm. using the poison, it would like get out into the environment and kill other animals yeah. that you don't want dead. Yeah. So. I guess getting meerkats to take care of it might be better. Were there meerkats in The Secret of Nim? Was there a rat that needed to get taken care of? Oh, I don't remember that movie, Jeff. <laughs> I know I know it was... I remember some of the animated show. <laughs> Did it used to be a poem? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a great poem. Young meerkats are so fearful of predatory birds that even airplanes will send them diving for cover. Oh, damn. How low are these airplanes flying? They buzz in these fields or something? Maybe maybe because they're so big, they look closer to a bear cat's dumb eyes. Oh, perspective. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think of that. <laughs> that makes sense. That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. Wow, shit. Reproduction. <laughs> right, here we go. Dang. Let's do this. Oh, yeah. Uh, they can. Re- there's no mating season. They can re- reproduce at any time of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no pre-copulatory display. The male may fight with the female until she submits to him, and copulation begins. Cool, great, cool I animal. I don't. I don't like that. <laughs> cool animal. And you know what? And then they just skip. Gestation lasts approximately eleven weeks, and the younger boy. Yep, they just skip over the rest. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, who wants to describe that kind of? I'm assuming some disgusting pervert scientist has copious notes about it. It's like, why don't they just call it they never have consensual sex when they just always call it rape? You know what I mean? Why do they get to dance around it and use better terms? I don't know. The alpha pair reserves the right to mate and normally kills any young, not its own. Wow. Yeah, that's, uh... (laughs) Wow. Some king and queen bullshit there. It's fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> just go around smelling babies and like, no, not this one. This one's not mine. And just, just killing it. Just killing it. But, I don't know. It doesn't even say how they kill them. Jesus. Does that mean they're, does that mean in their little groups they're, that they're mostly inbred? Uh, new meerkat groups are often formed by evicted females joining a group of males. Okay. So it seems like the two assholes in charge will just kill babies and chase other people off. And then okay. a new tribe based of, like, sorry, clan. A new clan of, of outcasts. New mob <laughs> forms. All right. So, all right. That's how they're keeping that, you know, bloodline nut. Yeah. Oh, they do have some information yeah. on inbreeding here, so I guess it does. But I don't want to read that because the regular stuff was so gross. <laughs> Doesn't seem like that's going to make it much better. Is it, they have a conservation status on uh, Wikipedia's page, and uh, the meerkat is in the least concerned part. Yeah, they're just fucking they're little rodents, little mammal rodents. <laughs> I mean, I know they're least not actually con- rodents, you know, but... Yeah, least, least concerned just makes me think, like, they might have population issues, but... Yeah, we're not worried about it. Fuck it. We gotta save tigers and polar bears. Ah, oh, Cool. Meerkats are also known to share their burrow with the yellow mongoose and ground squirrel. Okay, so they mix it up. Yeah. Whole community. Oh my god. Subordinate meerkats have been seen killing the offspring of more senior members in order to improve their own offspring's position. So they're just fucking killing each other's babies (laughs) all the time. 
It's like it's like Game of Thrones before it got shitty. Yeah. In those burrows, there's no mating season, so it's like all year round. What? If, if there's babies around, you gotta be on the fucking lookout. Yeah. Damn. Shit's wild. What else do we need to know about them? I I I, I don't know. I think I think we I think we nailed it. Hate birds, fight snakes, jackals eat them. Yeah. Kill each other's babies all the time. Yeah. They live in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, I, I guess we got I guess we gotta improve them now. Let's spit in God's eye now. Can can we just make the plural of it mongoose now? Mongoose, mongoose. I don't mongoose, mongooses. I don't like that. Well, that's kind of beyond our range. We're just dealing with meerkats right now. All right, you're right. You're right. You're right. Can we make it meerkat and not meerkats? <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, sure. <laughs> I saw a gang of meerkat. Meer meerkats. Meerkats. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I mean. Should we give them a better sense of perspective so they're not afraid of planes? Um, I mean, I guess, yeah, they should be able to distinguish between, like, processed metals and feathers. Mm. Yeah. And I don't know what sense that is to give them, <laughs> but I think we should give it to them. I like that. Okay. Okay. I, you know, six to seven years in the wild isn't that much, but I say we no. cut, the, cut it in half. They get three years each. Wow. Wow. Three. Okay. All right. First year, they're young. Yeah. Second year, they're adults. Last year, yeah. they're old. Damn. Okay. All right. Kind of shortens the reign of, of all these uh, yes. insane meerkats running this whole family. Okay. That's what I was thinking. All right. These meerkats yeah. never got to do more than three years under their rule, and then they're boom, <laughs> dead. Yeah. The succession line is, is quick. Quick turnaround times. They don't look like they have thumbs. Can they have thumbs? If you want them to have thumbs, they can have thumbs. I think they should have thumbs. Oh, oh, okay. I should have brought this up immediately. Um, only consensual sex. Sure, yeah, that sounds good. They, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just... How about this? Instead of thumbs, right? Mm-hmm. They, we take away their arms and legs, and then they have a bunch of smaller arms and legs all up and down their body. Okay. Okay. And they, they tunnel by spinning around and scooping dirt out behind them like a corkscrew. <laughs> I like the visual. I'm in. <laughs> that's, that's what, yeah, that's what got me. <laughs> so many arms, so many arms and legs to choke all the babies that aren't theirs down there. <laughs> yeah, of course, naturally. <laughs> and so from a distance, they kind of look like furry snakes almost. Yeah. But then you yeah, get close like and you see they've got a bunch of short little arms and legs all over the yeah. place. Yeah. Actually, okay. if, if that's... They could probably get away, then, with having a much greater range than the yeah. desert. We'll get them out of probably. just South Africa, because what they can do now, instead of having a pre-established burrow, when they see danger, they can just corkscrew down into the ground real fast. Yeah. They're, they're excellent burrow <laughs> burrowers. Yeah. They're just defense mechanism right there. Okay. All right. Can, can we make their faces uh, more distinct, like a, like a, like a human fingerprint, basically? Because I'm... I, 
what it, I hate the scent marking. I mean, I know they're going to do a little bit of it, but maybe they could learn learn to look at each other's faces and be like, yeah. That's yeah, this. I mean, don't they have distinctive stripe marks, right? They do, but it's not enough, apparently. They're well, out there smelling and killing babies. Well, yeah, we'll take the scent away. They don't. I don't think they need that. And then whatever ability they have to distinguish between planes and birds yeah. also helps them tell who's who. Yeah. Amazing. We've, we've improved their eyes so much. <laughs> Bunch of little arms and legs. Great at burrowing. I think that's maybe their... Um, that's how they hunt now. They burrow down to the ground as a group and wait for something yeah. to step nearby. They're like landmines. They're like mammal landmines. Yeah. Oh, maybe they can, they can like, from underground, they can feel where the animal's walking and then burrow up to it, and so it falls in the burrow. Yeah. We're getting a little yeah. close to inventing tremors, but... <laughs> But I like that idea, yeah. They yeah. they can do, like, traps. So they'll have, like, when they feel something, they'll feel the pressure of something step right kind of in between them all. They yeah. all burrow up at once, and its foot slips down, and they're all attacking yeah. its foot. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely pack hunters now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like veloc- little velociraptors. Well, they don't have long arms, so <laughs> they can't, like, run fast, catch up to stuff, so it's all crouch and wait. Yeah, it's true. Oh, like it's that. creepy. I don't want to live yeah, near where these creepy. things are. Gross. <laughs> They have such good eyesight. Oh yeah. <laughs> if they're not gonna be in in like more deserty areas, do we do we expand the color palette of their fur? Oh uh, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Maybe little, like a little more vibrant. Yeah. No, I don't think we need to do much much more to them, do we? Uh, that's probably fine. I mean, we've made them significantly more terrifying for no reason. <laughs> yeah. It's more efficient. I really love that um, the normal is consensual sex. I mean, yeah, I think that's a great addition. <laughs> I think that should be a baseline addition for any animal we deal with that you know yeah. doesn't already have that. Yeah, from now on, if if you don't hear us mention it, yeah, that's that's the first thing. It's changed automatically. Yeah, yeah, okay. And you know, I think I think they they hunt bigger animals now too, since they're like oh yeah, since they're pack pack yeah. animals, yeah. Yeah, I think they're turning around oh, yeah. on, like, jackals and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, jackals are afraid of them. Well, I think it's it's who gets to who first, you know? I think the jackals maybe sniff them out if they're thinking about it, but if they're yeah. hunting something else and they accidentally step on a on a Ooh. meerkat mine... <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta find those burrows before those burrows find you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Nailed it. Done. Fucking nailed it. Much better animal now. Yeah. How how hard is that? You know what I mean? Why why did we have to be the ones that could, that figured this out? Because we're better and more powerful than God. I, that's that's the whole concept yeah. of the segment. I mean, she <laughs> did such a bad job. We're going around fixing it. Oh, mm. was which one is was um, Timon or Pumbaa? Uh, Timon was a meerkat uh, played by Nathan Lane, right? Oh, I'm sorry. The new Lion King, it's Billy Eichner. I don't know what the new Lion King means. It's they they call it live action, but it's still animated animals. It's just like CGI basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that and never will. <laughs> Billy Eichner's great though. Billy Eichner's great. Seth Rogen plays Pumbaa. Oh yeah. boy. All right, let's move on. <laughs> the best actors in that. Everyone everyone else just didn't, didn't do that. Seth either. Rogen was one of the best actors in a film? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're definitely not going to see it. 
I'm just saying Beyonce was in there and she was very stilted. Not very good. Not a very great performance. It's unfortunate. Really? Beyonce from the third Austin Powers movie? Yeah. That yeah, Beyonce didn't yeah. do a good job in a film? Yeah. It's wow. crazy, right? That's crazy. It's crazy. <clears throat> um. <laughs> How much mojo was in the film? <laughs> Maybe she was there thrown were, off. There was some implied um, okay. when they met up as, as like teenagers. but Okay. I just can't believe that famous singer Beyonce wouldn't mm-hmm. do good in a movie. Yeah, <laughs> hmm. it's it's tough. It was it was just it was just so stilted. What's the world coming to? You know, someone with that much money should be good at everything. That's just my opinion. I mean, the money she has is definitely an indication of her intellect and talent. Of course, yeah. as we all know. Yeah, USA number one. That's how we. How else? That's how how else we work you, things out here? How else do you measure those things? You can't. There's no other conceivable way to measure it. So. But Billy Eichner is great. Yeah, he's very funny. He is very funny. He's great. <laughs> the film thing now? Are we talking about yeah. Austin Powers three? The <laughs> Search for Mojo, or whatever. Well, that one was franchised pretty successfully. Um, I think we I could. Th- I think we could do more. But all right. <laughs> I was I was thinking Mrs. Doubtfire, but okay, sure. All right, is that movie a little bit transphobic though? That you know, there are some moments in it now where you're like, whoa, because um, his son, the he his kids find out that he's deceiving them as Mrs. Doubtfire by his son walks into him, walks in on him in the bathroom, and he's peeing standing up. Yeah, and he and he goes right to his sister, and he's like. We gotta call the cops. We gotta do something. This is half man, half woman. Yeah. We gotta. And then when he comes into him, they they pull out a tennis racket and they're threatening. Yeah. And uh, it's a little transphobic. There's a couple of jokes in there as well. Yeah, that only sounds a little um, transphobic. You're right. Yeah. What's? <laughs> it it doesn't it doesn't uh, cloud the entire the whole thing isn't one joke of uh, him being trans. It's, Are uh, you sure? Because I'm pretty sure the basis of the movie is that he dresses up as a woman to see his kids. Right. And but everyone the, reacts poorly all the time. No, they don't react poorly because they believe he is a, a woman, okay. and it's it's less transphobic than Ace Ventura: Pet Detective, where the villain is the trans transgender person. All right, all right, okay. This is just this is just uh, you know uninformed, unevolved opinions. Yeah, um, that I think maybe four or five jokes. Yeah, tops this- that are outwardly about. That are outwardly like, yeah. It, it's yeah. just it, good old fun at a cross-dresser's expense. That's all. <laughs> That's it's just, you know, why Jeff? Uh, Jeff, why do all these liberals gotta get up in arms? Right? I'm, is that is, <laughs> is that your position now? I mean, it, they're as offensive as Robin Williams' um, impersonation of an Indian man uh, in this movie as well. Okay. So. Wow, just you're yeah. really going after Robin Williams as a problematic <laughs> problematic actor, huh? Rest in peace. No, he's I, he's great. He's great. And yeah. Anyway, right. so, so this uh, this out of work actor um, who is irresponsible and loves his kids um, can't can't make his marriage work and uh, needs a divorce. It sounds like right? you're describing Liar Liar featuring Jim Carrey. <laughs> the nineties were a crazy time. You know, people were, divorce was a big topic. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you know, so he. He alters her newspaper ad uh, for a nanny and uh, calls her and harasses her in many different voices and then calls us a regular nice old woman to watch it, watch her kids. So he gets hired. 
Um, right? And well, then, I don't uh, remember the fucking movie scene by scene. What? Hijinks ensue. Pierce Brosnan is in there. He's really coming after Sally Field hard. And then I think I think Robin Williams gets a job and everything works out or something. I don't remember. But is there is there more? Is there more in this movie that we could franchise and make a universe out of? I think you already know my opinion based on how I reacted when you wanted to do it. But <laughs> I guess I guess we're gonna try. <laughs> now, since Robin Williams was able to fool his ex-wife and his kids for so long, mm-hmm. does he then get recruited to be a spy by the government? Yeah, the CIA needs his help. <laughs> so he and his two friends that made him up in that makeup are giving him all kinds of spy looks. Getting him in there, getting him into places. Okay, you, where but the now, CIA now you're just describing go. the new Mission Impossible films, right? <laughs> <laughs> wait, they, they've done this, right? Wait, With oh Tom Cruise, and so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're right. Maybe, maybe they've already they've already franchised this, and we just didn't realize. <laughs> so maybe uh, maybe there's um. <clears throat> Yeah, he's going to be a CIA plant in some dictator's home office because that dictator mm-hmm. needs someone to take care of his kids. Okay. We'll just do the same plot again. Yeah. But this time he's, he's getting intel. On, yeah. On the, uh, yeah, okay. I like that. I like that. He does the exact yeah. same tricks, right? Like he puts his face yeah. in a pie or something? Yes. It's yeah, been a long time the, since I've seen the movie. Mostly what I well, remember is the transphobia. Well, he's, he's, trying to, he's trying to talk to the court-ordered... Uh, person to get more visitation for his kids and so that woman does spot checks at his house on and so she comes she comes up with mrs doubtfire um to check on him so she, oh, he has to pretend okay. to be two people so he took all his makeup off and the, yeah it's a whole thing okay but <laughs> that wasn't very interesting <laughs> i'm sorry i asked <laughs> um okay so so that spot those spy movies where he, he nannies for the dictator, so that that the uh, Doubtfire Initiative. Okay. okay. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Doubtfire Initiative. Uh, yeah. Um, he he makes a his character makes a point about being good at voices. You know. Yeah. Um, what can we do with that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what do you What do you think? Because you brought it up. I don't know. <laughs> I think Sally Field is an architect. Yeah. Well, it was a 90s okay. movie, so somebody had to be. It was that or she runs a small bakery by herself. <laughs> architect or design, interior designer. She, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's an architect, though. She, well, it's architect, interior designer, uh, runs a bakery by herself, or... Um, Ma- works at a magazine? Yes, maybe? magazine writer. was the, Yes, those are the big four. <laughs> <laughs> the big four of the uh, occupations women can have in the 90s. Yeah. Um, and so maybe... Can, can we can we work that into a Die Hard type movie? Because it didn't, I mean, wasn't I, the... Because rock, The Rock was in a movie recently where he, he designed a building and it, something was going on and he was the only one that could get in. 
Skyrise. I actually don't know. I actually don't know what it was called, but I think I saw it on TV. Yeah. He, they gave him like a prosthetic leg in that one. Yeah, he's limping around, yeah. but then he's also yeah. whenever he needs to, he's just making cool action jumps. Right. Off of I think he jumps off of a crane onto the building, like swings across. <laughs> yeah. It was a bad movie. Yeah. So maybe maybe in one of the Doubtfire initiatives, you know, um, he gets some intel. And they want him to go into this building and, and extract some stuff. And he's like, well, no one, I can, there's no way I can learn that building that, that well. I mean, you have to get the person who designed it. And they're like, that's the thing. And he gives him, like, the blueprints. Uh-huh. Your ex-wife designed it. And so he's got to get, like, her involved. And she comes in and, you know. Okay. Does. Yeah. Does spycraft or whatever. And then, oh, and then his ex-wife is in danger from the terrorists, right? <laughs> I was I was hoping for more. Um, I was just I, that wasn't a joke. I was just asking because you said you wanted a, a Die Hard thing. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, but I guess I guess yeah. <laughs> I guess I was hoping more that she would be uh, more like Dwayne the Rock Johnson in that that other movie. That was Sally Fields. You want you want to bulk up Sally Fields? <laughs> she doesn't have to bulk up. She should be Bruce Willis in the way that she didn't bother bulking up. But the Rock and, and the idea that. Of that plot of that movie. Okay, yeah. All right. Character of The Rock. Yeah. But you wanted to have... Yeah. Bruce Willis's body. <laughs> I wanted to have Sally Field body. Oh. Yeah, I think you Sally could... I mean, you could... You could. These could be powerful, positive trans depictions in these movies, Jeff. Okay? True. True. Um... Yeah, I guess, I guess we gotta we gotta write the original sin of Mrs. Doubtfire in these, in these sequels, right? Right, right. Exactly. Oof. You're right. You're right. Um, but th- yeah. But then you have to you have to scrap that whole premise in the movies that correct that. Why? Because the the whole premise is problematic, right? Well, no, it's actually not. I don't know that the whole premise is problematic. I just think the way that it was executed probably was. <laughs> I'm okay. So we the only. I'm not saying I, I, we have to fix this issue right now I'm just saying no you know, no it might it, be a good idea no, it, it should be a consideration for yeah. the kind of franchise movie yeah you know to just get it in there um okay he's got three kids were they traumatized by this no that's, you're going the wrong direction <laughs> essentially what you just said is were his kids traumatized seeing a man dressed as a woman did that did that mess well, no, them up? It, I don't know about d- that. I don't no, <laughs> no. No. You know what? Let's drop this idea. I, let's go back to Die Hard. That feels like safer ground. <laughs> Saying that the, they went through that such a public divorce and their dad was lying to them. Everything is fine. I don't yeah, I don't think you can mm. untangle those. Let's go back All to right. Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. Well, here's the other thing. He gets into, he's good at getting himself into jobs he's not qualified to do, right? Because as a dad, he was you know the fun party dad. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire. He had to be the, the kind of strict and cook where he isn't really good at cooking. Yeah, jo- jobs so he's he, not good at. Husband, he's, father. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so uh, maybe maybe there's a thing where he's. Um, at the end of the movie, I think he gets like a, a, a dream job for him, I think. And that's, he's straightening his act out or whatever. But maybe that falls through in the beginning of the next movie. And he he, he can't find work, right? And so he, he starts dressing up as 
all kinds of different people trying to get jobs. Where can where can he the CIA fires him? Well, let's we'll put this before he gets hired by the CIA. I'm I'm, I'm thinking like you know. No, I kind of I kind of <laughs> like that. I kind of the CIA fires him. <laughs> okay, all right. Your your buddies in the far right take power, right? So, <laughs> okay. yeah, he loses his job. You know, they yeah. want they want like spies from the fifties. Yeah, chain smoking, yeah. drinking yeah. martinis. Yeah, <clears throat> real guys guy. And then Mrs. Doubtfire gets contacted by the revolution. She's got to <laughs> infiltrate the CIA, but everyone knows her there, and they know all her tricks. What's she gonna mm. do? Mm. Someone declassified uh, the Doubtfire Initiative. Her cover's been blown. Oh my god, yeah. Bunch of spies are coming after her now. Yeah. <laughs> She's on the run. I kind of, I like this. I'm into this. I'd watch this movie. <laughs> this sounds cool as heck. Oh wait, wasn't that the plot of the, one of the James Bond movies recently? Um, that's the, that's basically the, the plot of most of the Mission Impossible movies. They're disavowed. <laughs> and they have to solve it. <clears throat> I gotta look up Mrs. Doubtfire, see who else is in the movie. <laughs> what year did it come out, Jeff? Mrs. Doubtfire? 93? Yeah, 93. Trying to think anybody else that you'd, you'd really care to know. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Harvey Fierstein? Oh, he's that guy that talks with the real smoky voice. Yeah. Raspy. I remember him. I don't remember from what, but... Yeah. He was 90s. I think we're good to him. Yeah, I don't recognize any of these names. (laughs) (laughs) None of this makes sense to me. Well, there's not that many, um, many characters, really. You know what I mean? Like, outside of... Robin Williams and his family, the Pierce Brosnan, the neighbor and the unemployment officer lady, yeah. and whoever gives them those jobs, there's not really, it's not really a lot to work with, unless you want to go with like the bus driver. I do not. I think I know that. <laughs> um, or how about this, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. <clears throat> I completely lost what I was going to say. It was something. I can feel the idea, but I can't see what the words are, so... Oh, well. <laughs> I'll grab another beer real quick. I'll be right back. Okay. That'll help, I bet. Yeah. Well, he, he seems real big on interfering in his kids' lives. Yeah. Right? So maybe maybe now that they're all grown up, you know, maybe they don't have the closest relationship. And so he's got to disguise himself and try to try tries to insert himself into their lives. Oh, my God, Jeff. He's he's got a when he when the CIA when he works for the CIA <laughs> yeah yeah he has to leave his family again even though he just got back in touch with them they mm-hmm. they he, they're in danger if anybody finds out so it's just a whole trilogy of him being different people in their lives but then in the third movie maybe his son has grown up to be a CIA agent oh and that's when the Doubtfire Initiative comes to light and and his son pushes for him to be fired. Yeah. His son's an all right asshole like you. <laughs> I like that you're keeping it all like going along with the Doubtfire Initiative because my idea was going to be like his kids hire a nanny 
and he dresses up and is his kids' nannies now. That's um, good too. That's good yeah. too. He does. He does that. This is like a five-part series. This is this is Mission yeah. Impossible, basically. Right. And so you know, his kids, you know, obviously are skeptical of of nannies. So mm. he's got, he's got, it's got a, it's it's twice as hard for him to cover himself. Well, he's he's got three kids, so he's balancing yeah. essentially. Oh my god! Yeah, three separate jobs. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. He's tapping their phones so we can hear what they say about him because he works yeah. for the CIA. Yeah, he's got a lot of knowledge. He's got a lot of knowledge in that area. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a he's got a head full of CIA secrets. Yeah. The regime can't let him get away with. <laughs> I think he, he pulls a Scottish accent for Mrs. Doubtfire. I think. Does he? It, yeah. Is there any way he could adjust that to be an English accent, and then the CIA has has to have him impersonate the Queen of England at one point? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, the, I'm trying to think of a good title for that movie. Oh, I know you're going to try to do a play on the word queen. No. As no. an offensive this, statement. No, you feel no, it coming, this, Jeff. This, no, this movie has already done enough. <laughs> to set back trans yeah. rights. Yeah, I agree. I, I was agree. trying to do like an across the pond thing, but I... Mm-hmm. I'm but, sure you, you know. were. <laughs> sure you were, you alt-right asshole. <laughs> <laughs> impersonating the queen it would be good ah but when he he has to publicly impersonate the queen right uh, but one of his kids one of his grandkids is there and it's the same voice he uses in a story that he read that kid oh so that kid's damn. like what the, the oh and then that kid catches on yeah so it kind of leaks out so that there's that whole thing that the queen might be an imposter well, I was going to say it leaks out, and then the CIA comes after Mrs. Delphire hard, and we end the movie like a 30-minute uh, action scene. There's explosions everywhere, civilians dying by the dozens. Robin Williams, like, staggering out in a torn dress. Pulls a gun out of her, out of her stuffed uh, bra. Yeah. Can, can he have, like, a, a, like a cue, like, uh, like James Bond does? <laughs> Just like... Yeah. Isn't it Harvey <laughs> but, Fierstein? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, like, I thought you said he had two people. He, he does. I'm just saying, like, can they can they be more like Q and like just put all kinds of like technology and weapons into his into his uh, into his whole getup? Into yeah, his, like, his padded bra. Well, I I don't want to lean too hard. Bra. I, yeah, he's yeah, a master of disguise, true. so I don't think he's just always Mrs. Doubtfire, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, he can do that, but she could be an old woman, old man. Yeah, uh, young younger man. Younger but still aged. Yeah, but definitely always white because you can't. Yeah, you can't go probably, yeah. any kind of. It's it has to be that. I'm so sorry, but there's you know it's. Yeah, we can't go down there. We can't go down there. Mm-hmm. We would be making the same mistakes in a new generation <laughs> if we did anything else. So I'm thinking, so. instead of just dressing up, whatever actor I'm Robin Williams sadly is dead. We could just get each disguise is just a different actor. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, they we get don't, real good. Yeah, we don't do like any real effort. It's just a totally different person doing their best, Mrs. Doubtfire voice. And in, like when whatever main actor we have playing the Mrs. Doubtfire role is doing like the Queen's voice, we just have we just yeah. dub in someone else's flawless voice instead of having anybody do voices. <laughs> Yeah, it's really locked down the queen. Okay. I don't 
don't know that she really does. She does do voices? No, I don't think so. <laughs> She's got time. Not for Hollywood. There's beef there, I think. <laughs> Ever since the naked gun, she's just mm-hmm. not not happy about it. Sure, I don't know what that means, but all right. The, they had someone playing the Queen of England in, in the Naked Gun, I believe. Okay, is that yeah. uncommon? Don't they have a lot of people play the Queen when they need the Queen <laughs> in a thing? You know, yeah, I guess I guess in the Crown on Netflix, I'm sure someone's playing the Queen. Sure, sure. <laughs> I thought maybe she was in like how she was portrayed in the Naked Gun, but. I, I mean, yeah. I feel like we've done enough I, for Mrs. Doubtfire. I, I, I think, I think we've we've really uh, expanded this into far more movies than it deserves. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to do it in the first place. <laughs> so that's true. Maybe at the end, when the CIA comes after him, he's got to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Like, is he going to kill his son? That all right asshole? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I say yeah. if he doesn't, we open up the next movie, and it's the son's been promoted. He's the head of the CIA. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he's in charge of clamping down on, on all these activities. Yeah. Really got, um, really got to go after it. Maybe Mrs. Doubtfire moved overseas. Yeah. So this is about him hunting his father now. Yeah. And, and it's called... Yeah, I feel it. I know it. Doubtfire something. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure you. I thought you were gonna say his son was named Goodwill, so <laughs> good name, <laughs> right? Turns out his son really good at math. Can we have the Mrs. Doubtfire character? Maybe maybe she pulls some grenades out of her like oversized cardigan pockets mm-hmm. and rolls them under like a CIA car where some people are trying to have a stakeout right at the beginning of the fight. Yeah. But the grenades are painted like apples, and she can go, how do you like them apples? <laughs> and they blow up, and we get an uninterrupted scene of these CIA agents' exploded bodies. All right. <laughs> I love the idea of a stakeout, right? So how about... That's it? That's what you grabbed from my idea? The concept <laughs> of law enforcement doing a stakeout? That's what grips you. Oh, man, I just love it when two people sit in a car and watch others. <laughs> Okay, fine. Then it's a, it inspires a whole bunch of uh, fruit-shaped grenades. <laughs> do your thing. Do do your stakeout idea. Let's hear it. No, I was just thinking. Yeah. Um, instead of all these all these serious movies, we can also do one where um, Robin Williams has to help local law enforcement in a town he's not from solve, solve some crimes. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's he's kind of a wacky wacky actor there, so. He sticks like bananas in their tailpipe when they're st- trying to stake him out, try to try to lose him, stuff like that, like Beverly Hills Cop, kind of, you know. Okay, I thought it was a potato. Oh, or potato, sure. Potato. Any, anything, anything. Would a banana work? Tailpipe. I don't know if a banana would work. Okay, <laughs> I just want to, I just want to see it be Mrs. Doubtfire and Beverly Hills Cop. Okay, that's that's all. That's all I wanted. Not familiar with Beverly Hills Cop. <clears throat> wow, wow. Okay. I think that was the movie that was number one. At the box office on the week I was born, and I can't explain <laughs> really? to you how I know that. Did it come out in '84? I want to say, probably, yeah, 1984. <sighs> like, there's no rational reason I should know that information. How do you check that? Wikipedia list of 1984 box office number one films in the United States. Uh, yeah, sure. Beverly Hills Cop was actually the number one film from December 9th all the way through January 1st, 1985. Dang. 
So almost all of December, Beverly Hills Cop was the number one movie. So yeah, had some staying power. Number one, and you you had never seen it. That's crazy. I don't. I'm sure I've seen clips of it on. Yeah. Um, the box, television. (laughs) I don't know. Watching that moving picture, the picture box, the gramophone. I don't know. (laughs) The visual gramophone. I want to say that movie holds up, but I haven't seen it in several years, so who knows? Well, you love it so much. I mean. <laughs> we did it. Oh, do you want the candy transition, or do we need to say that all the Mrs. Doubtfires go on an island? <laughs> I I couldn't Jurassic Park Mrs. Doubtfire. I, I don't know how. That's so easy. They they chase her, right? The CIA chases her to an mm-hmm. island, and then she takes them all out and then lives on the island, and then eventually people come to see this spectacle of a man dressed as a woman that you and your kind find so no. baffling. I think you, I think you're almost there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you're almost there. Um, you didn't like the attack against you at the end, I bet. <laughs> I didn't like that. No. <laughs> so he, he, uh, on, on a sovereign island, so they they can't go and get him, right? But he has no source of income. Mm-hmm. So what what does he do? He opens up a park, a, di- a dinosaur park, right? But obviously, he doesn't have the technology, so he has to dress up as different dinosaurs as the, as the park ride goes along. So we get some frantic scenes of him changing out of a Velociraptor. Yeah, cop- yeah I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's, it, it's make, it makes it so hard when you won't say it. <laughs> what? Sean, let's 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 move on and, and, and talk about candy. Okay. Yeah. See, there you let's go. Let's do it. You have your own transitions. Okay. Yeah, it's not as good though. <laughs> All right. But it, look, if we have a dedicated end of the film segment, we don't need a dedicated beginning of the candy segment. <laughs> You're right. Do you, do, you, do you like Jolly Ranchers? No. Right? They're gross. They're not good. Yeah. They're, they're, they, they have a texture that you, you can't really bite into without them stuck in making shards in your mouth. They're, yep. they're almost glass. But also, if you just suck on them, like, they, they're sticky and gross. Jolly Ranchers don't even have any good flavors. Right. That's correct. It's not even a. It's not even their terrible texture. The shards you can't chew on it. It. I would. The only one I can eat is the watermelon, and, and and if I'm desperate, I'll I'll do a cherry. But the end of list. And even if you don't, even if you don't chew on them, you get to a point on a Jolly Rancher where it's so thin and sharp, but you still can't bite into it in any satisfying way. I think the last time I had one years and years and years ago, probably as a teenager. Um, Remember what we do is we'd bite, we'd take one and you bite into it, or you take two and you put them on like opposite sides of your mouth and bite into them, and then try to open your mouth, and you couldn't because it was stuck to your teeth. Yeah, and that's a gross thing for a candy to do. Yeah, because because like caramel is sticky, but I rarely get end up with a candy with a caramel where it's that sticky. Once you get to a point where you try to bite into it, it's, right? It's insane. They're nasty as um, heck. Yeah, they're nasty as heck. But people. People have an affinity for them. I run into people that like Jolly Ranchers all the time. It's disgusting. They're gross. Yeah, you're right. They don't have any good flavors either. Like, everything just tastes like chemicals. Yeah. Ooh, they're currently owned by the Hershey Company. Those people. You know yeah. what I mean? They used to be their own company, but Hershey bought them right up. Yeah. It's a shame Hershey didn't do anything to improve them, like, yeah. end of the line. Yeah. And the packaging is terrible. I... I don't. I, tell me about the packaging because I don't remember anything about it. Um, well, they're just like individually wrapped, just 
kind of plastic, clear, but with yellow on the ends. Oh yeah, yeah, it's coming. Yeah. It's, oh, it's coming back to me. It's disgusting. Like at least Tootsie Rolls, you get that wax paper, feels substantial. It just, I you know, I never thought of that's. I guess that's something we should talk about now too. I guess maybe if, maybe you can add this to a list of topics to talk about with candy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like sure, the flavor and the look of the candy, both mm-hmm. important. Yeah. But the packaging, I guess, is equally as important. For sure. I mean, it's just... Like... Some you, some do it very well. Right, right. Yeah. But, like, can you imagine if Tic Tacs were sold, like, sometimes at Whole Foods they do with beans? Like, you just got a big barrel <laughs> full of them, and you... <laughs> right? Like, no, you you're gonna pour, pour it into a, a bag that you kind of roll, and then... Yeah, like, no, I don't, I don't want a sack full of Tic Tacs. Like, give me a little plastic box. Yeah. Um, I, w- I would say um, whoever owns Reese's does it pretty well, right? Because they're they're in a nice paper that's easy to tear, but doesn't tear too easy. And they on that cardboard sleeve. Yeah, the cardboard sleeve is crucial. Oh, oh. you know. Once again, we that's see the good. pros do it. <laughs> <laughs> and they do that with other other uh, candies in the Reese's brand that have that little cardboard sleeve in there. It's very yeah. It's very good. Yeah. It's solid solid move. Yeah. Um, Reese's props. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, n- I never pick up a Jolly Rancher and go, oh, this is going to be good, just packaging-wise. It's just, ugh. coloring is all off. It's now just... that I remember, the packaging is like the same packaging that they, like, put Swisher Sweets in. It's like, the, the, <laughs> yeah. It's like that cheap plastic that's, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I, I mean, it's so sticky and so hard it's just oh, never mind trying to eat one in the summer you know you pick it up from the store it's in that cheap ugh. plastic you unwrap it yeah everything's sticky yeah disgusting bottom of the it's barrel just... definitely oh for sure Jolly Rancher flavors there we go I know watermelon cherry there's a grape there's Dude. blue raspberry I'm sure oh man the original flavors were watermelon apple and fire sticks Ooh, fire stick. Now that would be interesting in that. It's an S on sticks. Oh shit. Then they introduced cherry, orange, tangerine, lemon, grape, peach, and sour apple. Blue raspberry replaced lemon. Wow, okay. Current flavors include cherry, blue raspberry, grape, green apple, and watermelon. Yeah. There are also no. sour cinnamon smoothie varieties. Yeah, none of Ugh. this sounds good. No. What who gets rid of the orange and lemon flavor? Right. Right. Oh, they okay. So That's they, classic. They reintroduced lemon in 2013 in an all lemon bag. You you, you have to get all lemon. Yeah. Uh, oh, Fuck 2015 it. Jolly Rancher oh. offered a fruity bash variety bag, which includes strawberry, mountain berry, lemon, orange, and pineapple. Yuck. Ooh, all, in 2017 Jolly Rancher offered a hotties variety bag, which includes watermelon and cayenne pepper, blue raspberry and sriracha. Cherry and habanero and green apple and ginger. What the Why? what? Why? It's just I don't know. They're they're normal flavors. Don't mix them with anything else because they're terrible anyway. Okay, gross. All of that looks bad. <laughs> yeah, these raspberries were really missing some fucking sriracha sauce. Ugh. It's, it's fucking gross. 
Jolly Ranchers are amorphous solids, meaning their molecular arrangements have no specific pattern. What? Yeah, I, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> how, do, how does it? How can it not have a specific pattern? Isn't that? I don't know. It's gross. Are formed in highly concentrated sugar solutions, greater than ninety-five percent sugar. Oh, well, I mean, extremely it's, yeah. high viscosity. Yeah, they're, uh, they're little sugar tablets, of course, flavored sugar tablets. But yeah, um, how many? Atrocities of war were Jolly Ranchers involved in. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, the original Jolly Rancher company. I don't know. Oh, they were intro- they were introduced in '49, so post-war. Oh, there they yeah. be. Yes, our, perhaps our first post-war candy. <laughs> you know, I mean, just because you have that that weight lift off your shoulders <laughs> and you think you could do anything, doesn't mean you should. <laughs> It gets that glass flavor because they cool it so quickly that crystals can't form. Yeah. Ugh. Let the crystals form. Let's try it. You know what I mean? It's not. Wouldn't that just be like rock candy though? Like flavored. Well, actually, rock candy is pretty good. Yeah. Well, rock candy only has like a sugar flavor. Like. Oh, well, you could put other flavors in it, you right? Can, but yeah. But traditionally, like, it's just that sweet sugary flavor, which is good. They don't. They don't amp it up with apple and blue raspberry like Jolly Rancher does, you know. You should do rock candy next time. Make that at home. Yeah. I don't have to go get involved in this pandemic. <laughs> yell, yeah, I don't have to yell at people in the fucking grocery store for standing too close to me. <laughs> Back up! Yeah. Uh, Fuck him! What do I care? I'm never going to see him again for a couple reasons, Jeff. Yeah, if he sees you, he'll probably try to avoid you. you know, but also, he's standing so close to people, he's going to catch this fucking virus and die. <laughs> Sorry, go on. We're talking about candy. <laughs> Keeping it light. Um, Keep it light, Jeff. Jeez, people don't want to hear about this all the time. What's the matter with you? They're stuck at home, okay? Give them, give them something else to talk about. <laughs> yeah, give the people what they want. Drab discussions of candy flavors we don't like. The Jolly Rancher Company made ice cream, chocolate. Mm. But this is the only one they got stuck. I would I would love to try a Jolly Rancher chocolate. I want to see how fucking hard to chew that thing is. Yeah. <laughs> Just, Sounds gross. Was it made on a ranch? How come not getting a lot of like history of that name, the Jolly Rancher? You know what I mean? 1949, that's not like, I don't think cowboy times, right? And then I don't think of like ranch hands. That's a good, yeah, that's a good point. Sucking on fucking disgusting candies. No. So it was originally produced by the Jolly Rancher Company, but I don't know. Right. I didn't, well, I didn't know that's what it was called. called. Oh, sorry, sorry. Bill Harmson uh, first founded the Jolly Rancher Company. He aimed to make the name sound like an appealing and friendly Western company. This was fitting, seeing as how he originally only sold his goods in the Denver, Colorado area. Hmm. Um, so he just wanted it to sound Western. You know, like if he was alive today, he'd probably want it to sound like a superhero. So it really has nothing to do with, with Western stuff other than being in Colorado, which Hershey fixed when they purchased them in 2002 and they closed the <laughs> the plant and moved the manufacturing of the candy to Mexico to save costs. Classic. Um, yeah. An all-American company. <laughs> well, that's fine, right? Because there isn't a lot of, like, um, Westerns. Isn't that just, like, whitewashing of, like, um, a lot of Mexican horse ran- or 
practices, right? But don't try to get on my woke liberal train now. <laughs> don't oh. don't try to. Oh, I'm sorry, Sean. Did you not realize that the the westerns are all all just Mexican uh, ranching? It's fine. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. We'll get there one day. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure the next movie we'll do is Ace Ventura. <laughs> so you and your kind can continue trying to kick already oppressed minorities. Yeah, I, the 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 idea of punching up and not punching down really didn't hit until mid two thousands, right? I mean, it was it's insane. I don't think at least in the last twenty years I've I've bought a Jolly Rancher, but I've I've had Jolly Ranchers in the last year for sure. Yeah, always disappointing. Just disgusting. What would you rate Jolly Ranchers as? Oh, bottom of the barrel. Yeah, we're, we're, we are sure. lockstep on this one. Oh, God. Ugh. People who like Jolly Ranchers, please reach out and tell us why. Hey, I got, I got, a, no, I got a better one. People who like Jolly Ranchers, why don't you reach out and grab a different <laughs> bag of candy so you can experience what a good candy is? Yeah, if you're in the candy aisle and you you want like a fruity candy, what makes you think... Jolly Rancher. It would have to be the only thing left in the candy aisle to even consider reaching out for it. Yeah. It's... Even then, just go buy a bag of sugar and get some water and make rock candy at home with a string or whatever. I I would consider eating an apple. Maybe. You know what I mean? Just an actual fruit. Oh, you're down on apples. I forgot about that. Yeah. I love apples. All right, I'll eat an apple. But I'm saying it. If I was like, I need something sweet, I always go for candy. But if it was only Jolly Ranchers or actual fruit, I'd probably go with fruits. You know what, Jeff? If you take a banana, right, you peel mm-hmm. it. Go on. And then you put that banana in the freezer for a couple hours. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can't. It ruins the texture of, of the banana for me. I can't do it. It's more like ice cream then. I, I can't. You I, love I ice cream. I love ice cream. I've tried. I can't. You, I can't with Jeff, you love it. You can. Oh, it's so good. I had one right after lunch today. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Oh, but so it it makes it like ice cream, huh? Pretty much, yeah. All right. I mean, should I try it again? It's been a few years. Yes, but... definitely, yeah. I think you should. All right. I'll, I'll think about it. Go fight someone at a grocery store to get the last banana. <laughs> <laughs> Rush home and throw it in the freezer. They hold their solid shape in temperatures less than the glass transition temperature. Okay. What is that? The glass, does that mean when you're making, because isn't glass just sand? I don't, <laughs> wow. <laughs> am I, am I incorrect? Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> am I wrong? What is the glass transition temperature? I don't, Jeff, I'm not like a glass guy or a chemistry guy or a Jolly Rangers <laughs> guy. I can't help you here. But you know what I can do? What's that? Help myself. This has been the Heads Up Podcast. Jeff <laughs> <laughs> and Sean. I'm Sean. I'm Jeff. Uh, we have things. Mm-hmm. There's an email, headsuppod at gmail.com. Yep. There's a Twitter and Instagram, both at headsuppod. Yep. There's a store that I never remember the thing of. I think it's just headsup.threadless.com. Headsup.threadless.com. 
Do we have anything else that you want to try to hawk to the four people who listen? <laughs> no. No. No, I, th- I think I think that's it. I think that's it for now. Don't eat Jolly Ranchers. And if Don't. You, if you do, you're an idiot. Yeah. They're bad. They are definitely bad. Bad. All right, well, this has been the Heads Up Podcast with Jeff and Sean, and we're popping off. Toodles. I thought most animals could talk like that with their tone of voice. You thought most animals could talk. I bet I bet a lot of I bet a lot of animals do. And we just like don't know about it because scientists are too busy studying how they fuck. <laughs> <laughs>